0: My guest today is Michela Mora, president of Relevant Insights. Those are my favorite kind of insights, by the way.
1: Yes, they are not any insights. They are relevant. I love that. So what
0: do you think about the conference where day one is ended at the next conference in Chicago?
1: Tell me what you think. Well, this is my first time coming to this conference. I see some of the, this year has been to several conferences and I see some subjects coming up. Uh, on a repeat, it's a lot about video and capturing data, more unstructured data, and focus on uh, tools at the same time, figuring out how can we capture the full consumer or the full participant in many different areas. And usually, the the challenge of that sh- is at the back end. Many tools are very good at capturing the front end. Then, then you go home, and then you have to
0: <laughs> analyze. Do the work.
1: Yes, and that's where it's still I test a lot of tools, and that's, there's still uh, some some time so to go.
0: Does one session stand out as your favorite?
1: I really liked the one from. Who murder advertising effectiveness was a very good presentation yeah, Who there?
0: Advertising effectiveness. That was a that was a very sassy title, wasn't it? Yes, it is. That was Lucy. Yes. The speaker. She's from uh Keena's mustard, I believe. Yes, yes. Yeah. Actually it
1: was pretty it is a way to tell the story, to discuss a subject. And about elements that are affecting our industry. So it's about changing times and who is behind the changes and how we all are involved in that. And so that was a different way of presenting and discussing
0: market research issues. Tell me about Relevant Insights. What do you guys do?
1: Well, we try to help clients to make profitable decisions. So it's about finding the right questions so we can come back and help the clients to make the decisions. So we do both qualitative and quantitative, both in the more traditional research, but also in the user experience, user research methods. Too. Are, are you seeing an increase in user experience research? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, there is, there is this uh, convergence between the customer experience field and the user experience. They come from two different uh, branches of research. The customer experience for me is just a renaming of the traditional customer loyalty, voice of the customer. It totally feels like built. DOC,
0: market research. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Desk.
1: But the, the user research comes more from human factors. Yep, product. Usability, interaction, ergonomics. Yep. And in some companies, they are used in, interchangeably. Yep. And some... If you look at it as... Different focus in different areas of the customer journey, essentially, because the user experience right now has been mainly focused on how users are interacting with your website, your application, but it's going more towards the product and in a, in a little more task-based, how you use that. But that also has been an area where customer experience has come in, like product testing, right? concept testing. Totally. So it's a, it's a lot of mixed um, terms. You know, one of the things I find really
0: interesting is it feels like a lot of the work that is actually being done between the, by a market researcher, which is my background, and user experience, is stuff like, I mean in, Two thousand and one I was or two, I was on site at Intuit in Mountain View, California. They had built usability labs. Yeah. And we were doing eye tracking and yeah. um, exercises where we would say, Can you do this? Mm-hmm. Show me how you do this. Yes. Right? With users, which all fits underneath this user umbrella user experience umbrella now. Right? Yes. And it's interesting, again, how, like you'd said it, I had never actually, it's funny, i never connected VOC, but you're right. So it's like market research, and then all of a sudden you had this variant that came out of it, a child called VOC, that was voice the customer, that was very big, and it somehow was perceived as something different than market research. Like NPS almost holds a different space yes. now yeah. than market research, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It totally does, mm-hmm. and now user experience it's, I think a lot of it has to do with where the butt is in the uh, corporation. So mm-hmm. if they're sitting right beside product, then they're user experience. And if they're not, they're probably market research or data scientists or, you
1: know, right? You know, yes. It's, mm-hmm. it's an interesting kind of evolution that we And in, I through. mean, in some companies, customer experience is a more broad term, and then user experience is just one branch of it. And others are going the other way around where you have the user experience because, I mean, in terms of the language, if, if you're a customer, you're a user. If you're a user, you're a customer. So it's hard, exactly. it's hard to make that differentiation So That's what it has to do with where researchers have put the focus on the customer journey. right? So where you go to the interaction area, so you do a lot of usability testing, and because we also, before I started the company in 2007, I was director of research for Blockbuster Online, and we also had a lab. And I was at match.com before that, and also we had a lab. Right. And it, it was very much into the web interaction. Now with more apps out there, there's also extending to apps but it's about usability in many ways. And there are quant and qual methods in, in that. There is information architecture, testing in that, but it's, it's all about the interaction. But at the same time, the customer is is one. And so you start standing that okay, I interacted with your website or your app, but I also interacting with customer service. And I also looking at your advertising. And so it's part of this user experience, customer experience, maybe before and after you become a customer, how you call that, right? And so that's why it's probably better to, like I, I look at it more like the the, the the, journey. When you start mapping the journey of a potential customer or a current customer, then you can see how the different type of research, you know, go into that journey. So we do both. We do both customers the traditional customer experience type of research and also user research where eye tracking and task based usability, and all that good stuff.
0: Sorry my voice is like going away. I've been doing this all day, so. <laughs> it doesn't like me talking, I guess. Relevant insights, who, who is your ideal customer?
1: My ideal customer is a customer who understands research right? (laughs) Exactly, mine too. (laughs) That's the one you want, right? Because what we have a challenge now in the last few years, which I have seen evolution in the industries, as new technology has come and facilitate do-yourself type of research, there is an influx of people who really don't have a lot of experience in research because they have the impression that if you have the tool, you can do it. Anybody can do it. I've had this saying I've been using a lot lately. Just because I have a scalpel doesn't
0: mean I should do surgery.
1: Exactly. But I I was once working on a proposal with a team of people, different different companies. There was someone, I think they went into in a, in a PR company. They say, and so we were discussing price, and they couldn't understand why it would cost so much. And, and they say literally, but it's not like copy and pasting, serve monkey, like. That's that's the that's the idea of how research is. Like just a bunch of surveys that you just come up with any questions and you put out there and there's no understanding on how how much work goes into doing into designing good surveys and to doing good analytics and all that. And so that's the challenge that uh, as technology has facilitated, make it faster and easier to do, then also there is a, it is a tension for quality, right? because you want now better, faster, cheaper, and I always say that doesn't exist. You can have one one or two of the three, not all three, that's not possible. If you get that promise, somebody's lying because you're gonna be stuck. If you want faster and cheaper, you're not gonna get better because you have to reduce the scope. You have to cut corners somewhere because things cost. And for someone who has really done research, they realize, how much work goes into it, and why is it worth to pay for it, right? And so, when you have a client that doesn't really have never done it, that's that's the hardest sell, and the, the you know the more difficult relationship because they don't they don't get it. And so we but we work we work directly with end clients. We work with other research agencies as partners, and also we work with advertising and marketing agencies when they need. Uh, we are certified as a women-owned, minority-owned, and so sometimes that helps to win a project because companies are need supply diversity, too. And so that's part of
0: the three segments that we work on. I mean, it's, it's really interesting. One of the things that I've observed is there used to be a fair amount of rigor associated with being a researcher. Yes. And uh, one of the other guests that I had on earlier today, he said that, uh, actually Simon Chadwick, said that... Uh, when he started his career in research, he couldn't do research for two years. Right? <laughs> yeah. it, it, the mentor, it was like that kind of a mentorship. Yes.
1: Yes. Simon actually was my mentor. out of the box. <laughs> it's like
0: expected, oh, here's a template. Do it. Go, yeah.
1: Yes. And the automation also has a lot to do with, with that perception. too. Right. Now it's more and more of that. Actually, Simon was my mentor when I was at the MSMR program at UTA and which is a very good program, it, and it, it is, we, we get out of school very purist, <laughs> we want to do it the right way, and then reality start adjusting, and still, I mean, there are projects where were, we just, I, I have to pass, because the request for doing certain things, they're like, no, I don't feel comfortable delivering that right don't it's just too much violation of, of the principles right it's that's 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 the challenge so the best clients will be the ones who really understand and value research that's my final answer
0: <laughs> perfect michela did i say your name right michela michela yes michela yes sorry <laughs> it's okay <laughs> if someone wants to get in contact with you how would they do that
1: well they can go to relevantinsights.com we have, we have we are there our phone number is there you can find us there
0: that sounds like a good way to do it thank you
1: very much for being on the happy Market research
0: podcast thank you thank you for inviting me yeah well let's i think we're, are you going to the event tonight the yes. uh, comic thingy
1: yes the second city
0: yeah that should be that show. Should be a lot of
1: fun i that's one of the good reasons i came to the conference too
0: <laughs> yeah no kidding <laughs> Everybody, I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to this episode. If you liked it, please do me a kindness and take time to screen capture, share it on social media. As always, your reviews are immensely appreciated. Have a wonderful rest of your day.